So we're doing it live right here on the Infinite Fringe. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Billy Ray Valentine. You know, back in the day when I had more time, I used to really sit down and produce these things. And, and before every episode, I used to play a clip of what the episode was about before I hit the remix of Stranger Things, right? And uh, so for, for this one, I would probably have done like a what the five fingers say to the face, right? Or something like that uh, from, from the Chappelle show or... or, or or Chris Rock and, and his last words before getting getting uh, slapped in front of the whole world. Uh, but but for now, since uh, otherwise the episode is just not going to get put out for weeks and it won't be relevant anymore, we're going to produce live on here. Let's see how this sounds. If it sounds like shit, please don't blame me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying the best that I absolutely can. It is the Infinite Fringe right here on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you can find the finest of podcasts, ladies and gents, riding shotgun with me. Mr. Gates, what's up, sir? What's Yo, up, sir? How you doing? I am chilling, man. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to be back. Man, um, <clears throat> things are quickly getting out of control in every yes. aspect of things. I want to talk about this slap, right? Because, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that don't want to talk about it. They say that it's not irrelevant and it doesn't matter. And in the great scheme of things, it doesn't matter, but it's still highly entertaining. And Correct. it's the biggest story in the world, right? And it still is for it's been it's a week removed right now. But and yeah. we would have done a show earlier, but we can't do a show like this without Isaac Whitetop. We absolutely can't, right? So so I refused to do it myself. <laughs> you know, and 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 I reached out to Isaac and see if he had if he had a little bit of time in his in his book. And he was he managed to to squeeze me in. So I took full advantage of it. And Mr. Gates was here also. So it's like it's absolutely perfect. Isaac Whitetop, Illuminati Watcher. What is going on? Say what's up to the Infinite Fringe. It's been a bit, buddy. Oh man, it's been too long. I call you Mister Mister Busy Ray Valentine because you're uh, <laughs> you're tough to get a hold of sometimes. But yeah, no, I appreciate you reaching out to me and, and waiting. Um, you know, it's a big deal to me to, to catch up with you two. You two are uh, some of my favorite people to work with, and uh, yeah, it's my pleasure to be on here to share my yeah, thank you my weird interest in pop culture that uh, shouldn't matter. But it does. But it does. <laughs> the thing is, it does, right? It, it shouldn't matter, but it absolutely does, right? And when Will Smith went up there and smacked this dude in the face, it set off ripples, you know, throughout conspiracy culture because we automatically think everything is fake, right? <laughs> and maybe, yeah. maybe there's something to it that everything is fake, right? I, I've listened to your show and all the um the theories you threw out there, Mr. Gates went on uh, with Clyde Lewis and threw out some some theories of his own. So it's something I definitely want to talk about. Mr. Gates, I'm going to throw it to you before I throw it to Isaac. Give me some thoughts. Well, you know, uh, speaking to what you said about, you know, the, the way a conspiracy theorist mind works, right? Um, we see something and, for, and we take it at surface. just like everyone else. We're like, wow, that just happened. Right. Then we start to say, OK, why did it happen? And then we pay attention to how much press is getting, because we know 
that nothing spends, you know, any kind of significant time in the press unless there's some kind of agenda. That's just how we, that, that's, you know, with, you would think with everything going on in the world, we're on the cusp of World War III in Europe. Uh, there's still a pandemic going around. Uh, it, there's so many world events that you would think would take priority, but this happened and it stopped the presses, <laughs> right? So after a while, us conspiracy theorists start ask, asking why. Like, why has this completely interrupted the news cycle? Yes, they're celebrities, you know, but to this level, I mean, you know, they're calling it Slapgate. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. Once the press gives it a title, like, okay, they're taking this seriously. Right, they, don't, right. they don't even give serial killers titles anymore. <laughs> you know, so, Slapgate, here we come, Isaac Whitetop. Listen, man, um, so you at one point thought this thing was real. Right. Yes. Um, and then you changed your mind. I don't know if you've changed your mind yet again. Mr. Gates, for the record, do you think it's real or not? No. You, I think, okay, not you know what? Okay. Yes and no. Yes and okay. no. Mm -hmm. And, I, and I, I can elaborate on that a little later in the show. But I, I'll just for now say yes and no. All right. Cool. I am I am full on. Yes, it's real. And, and, and I'll give you my thoughts on it later on uh, as well. And I could yeah. be very wrong. This could be completely staged, okay? I don't put anything past these people, okay? But I, I think there is enough evidence or, or enough reason to think that this thing is actually real because Will Smith is a freaking psychopath. But, but that, regardless of that, Isaac right. Whitesop is the dude. He, he keeps his eye on all of this. You know, Mr. Gates, you know, what, you know how he does. Oh, he, yeah. He's always looking at this. He's expert at all of this. So he is the guy to turn to for things like this. Isaac, what are you thinking current day? Well, first off, you're too kind. I, I hesitate to call myself an expert in anything. But uh, I, okay, so I was watching the Oscars. I feel like the, uh, you remember that video for Forgot About Dre, Eminem? Like, I was upstairs listening to my Will Smith CD. <laughs> um, I was watching the Oscars on the couch. And Billy, you sent me a text about this this incident, and I said, right. "What the hell?" Because I was still like maybe I don't know an hour behind. I I recorded it so I could fast forward through commercials, and I went online and I saw some hints about some things. So I was like, "Oh crap!" So I fast forward, boom, and I watched it without any sort of prejudicial bias of what this could have been. And when I watched it, it blew my mind. I said, "Well, when when I watched it, I." When I saw the actual slap, I thought that wasn't real. He didn't even make contact, you know, because Will Smith is a that's a big dude. If he wanted to lay out Chris Rock, he could do it pretty easy. So he on some <laughs> levels tried not to hurt Chris Rock, which is kind of weird. But anyway, we'll and we'll come. We'll analyze this a little further. But so when I first watched it, I saw the slap and I thought, well, that looked kind of fake. But then I saw Chris Rock's reaction and that's what sold me because Chris Rock ain't that good of an actor. <laughs> and his reaction was legit to me. I mean, and I stand by that. I still to this day, even though I've 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 changed my stance on the level of staged event this was, and we'll obviously go into that, but I think Chris Rock the whole time had no clue what was going on because when his response is completely he's just flustered and shook and he's messing up his words and you know and you can see him after when they're handing out the reward. He's, you know, giving weird faces to the people in the front row. Like, dude, I don't know what the hell that was. Uh, so I believe that 
it was authentic in the sense that Will Smith really went up there and really slapped Chris Rock, and Chris Rock did not know that was going to happen. Now, when you go beyond that of was it staged or planned, that's where we can get into some interesting theories. At first, it it took me a couple days to come around to entertaining it because, like you guys were saying, sometimes the truth or community, you know, to the hammer, everything's a nail, and you know, and it's kind of obnoxious sometimes, to be honest, because like nothing's real and everything's fake. And it's like, OK, right. you guys are the purveyors of truth. And, and it's like, well, what's real? Because everything that the news and everything that you see is fake. So what is real? And it, to me, it's just too much. Right. It's too black pill for me. But I do think now that I've looked into enough information that <laughs> there's some potential theories that suggest to me <laughs> this was manufactured. Uh, I still am waiting for the full on motive of why, because that's kind of a big thing for me is why would he do this? Because this is Will Smith. He's making, you know, 30 million a movie. He's still he's, he's winning the Oscar for best actor. I mean, come on. These guys spend a lot of money to get up there in the Oscars to get their their name out there. It just seems kind of weird. It doesn't add up. But then but then <laughs> then I saw it. I saw the motive. It's not Will Smith. It's Jada Pinkett Smith. Yuck. She's the one. <laughs> She's the one that I think made all this happen. Now, what would be her motive in your opinion? Okay, so there's a couple wacky ideas we can go with here. Um, yeah, have you guys heard about the the Pfizer conspiracy yes. theory? Yeah. Absolutely, but please explain. Okay, so uh, so Pfizer, they that them and BioNTech, who you know, obviously those two were the ones that created one of the. I'm not going to say the words. I don't want to get you banned. The solution to the uh, <laughs> pandemic thing, right? That thing. The thing. You know. and, and so obviously, like, that's them, right? And they sponsored right. the Oscars, which is really odd. And, and you would say, why would a big pharma company want to sponsor the Oscars? Hmm. Well, whatever. I mean, that's what these companies do. They got to get their name out there. Whatever. Well, turns out, in August of 2021, Pfizer has a drug i'm not going to try to pronounce it it's hard to pronounce they passed a, they passed trials a phase 2b3 trial for a drug that cures alopecia which is the condition that jada pinkett smith allegedly supposedly has and a lot of people have already pointed out like hey alopecia typically the the hair follicles gone like there's patches of bald skin and she does not appear to have that she appears to, to just have shaved her head so in August 21, Pfizer passes the trials. Apparently, they're in competition with a couple of other companies to, to get some kind of alopecia cure drug. Damn. Whatever. But and Jada, Pink, Jada Pinkett Smith has always had short hair. I didn't even think nothing of it. When I, right. I, didn't, even, I didn't know she had alopecia. I saw her picture <laughs> and was like, okay. I mean, I okay, don't know. Okay, she's bald. Yeah. <laughs> and she looks good bald. Yeah, she can pull <laughs> so it off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she shaves her head in apparently in December 2021, right? And the theory is that Pfizer's in a competition with these other companies to get this cure for alopecia. Back then, nobody knew what alopecia was. I mean, not nobody, but most people didn't know. I didn't know. December 20, and the art, the theory is that Pfizer somehow approached Jada Pinkett and was like, hey, what we want to do, this is, and this is my theory of, of an idea. I have no idea if it's true. They would approach Jada Pinkett and say, look, we've got this drug. We're going to cure alopecia. What we're going to pay you to do 
and I don't know what the dollar amount is, a hundred million bucks, a billion dollars. I don't know. We're going to pay you to put on a show and fake alopecia, uh, fake a condition so that people start talking about it. And, you know, maybe she takes the paycheck and says, okay, sounds good, whatever. And then maybe things aren't going as well as they wanted. Maybe the search terms aren't uh, showing up like they wanted. Well, what's, you know, and these Oscar commercials, 30 seconds cost $2 million. Imagine the publicity. What would be the dollar amount to get publicity such as the one that we've got from arguably the most discussed event? I mean, I, I don't want to say in history, but I mean, it's, it's got to be up there. Maybe. It might right. be. Definitely trumped Kanye's. <laughs> yeah, Kanye, he slid all the way to page five. I mean, no one's talking <laughs> right. about Kanye anymore. And right. I mean, this is way up there. You've got two A-list celebrities. And then, and then let's take it to the occult, right? And in, in occultism, there's a lot of obsession over the gods, the pantheon of gods, and their different sort of archetypes and their different you know attributes that they have you know chris rocks the the joker he's the funny guy and uh you know will smith plays the hero so to have two gods sort of get into a fight on stage in some ways this sort of plays into the mythology that i argue the illuminati or whoever the the puppet masters that architect all of pop culture this is kind of the kind of event that they would want to get into the minds of the masses and I, I'm still a little bit – look, I'm hesitant to stand by the, the theory that Pfizer's paying Jada Pinkett to bring awareness to alopecia. But you got to think of it like this. I, I explained it to uh, – I don't remember. I, I don't remember what show I did. But it, I explained it like this. Remember when they come out, all the drug companies come out and said, hey, you know, maybe you got restless leg syndrome if you're, if you're in bed, <laughs> kicking around at night? And I thought yeah. I had it. I, I, I thought i had it i said i said to my wife i said oh my god that's me i got restless leg syndrome well, turns, turns out i just had anxiety right <laughs> too much coffee not enough time i was going to school and work and like i was just stressed out but like they, the point is they want us and you see it on every if you watch cnn or fox news every commercial break non-stop big pharma ads which is unique to america only by the way but they constantly bombard us with conditions that we don't know we have. They're like, oh, you got this problem? Here's a drug for you. And then people at home are like, oh, yeah, maybe I have that problem. Yeah. You know? Right. And, right. like, maybe maybe the idea is they – and, of course, alopecia was one of the most searched terms because of this event. So maybe you're going to have, uh, you know, some man or woman out there with thinning hair is getting older, which is a normal sort of byproduct. And they say, oh, maybe I've got alopecia. Let me go to the doctor. And then the doctor is <laughs> going to cut the prescription for – Pfizer's new alopecia drug and you know the idea is like they get a paycheck out of this right well, you know uh, I, I used to have alopecia right um it's it's quite common actually really? um it, and uh I, I had it in in uh, several spots in my beard I had it in the back of my head in the top of my head I was pretty self-conscious about it to the point that I started getting um skin fades right which I still get to this day. <laughs> so I never mm. stopped. Everything grew back. Thank the Lord. You know, um, it took about a year. I think I went through it for six months to a year. Um, and there would be nothing like, like you said, right? Like uh, it was a, I, my biggest patch was the size of a quarter and there would be nothing there. Nothing. Yeah. Now I did see some photos of Jada Pinkett showing her alopecia spots and they're not, 
very big. You know, it's hmm. not, I forget who said it. I don't know if you guys know. It might have been, um, who's your boy, your, 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 your soulmate, Isaac, that uh, from HBO? What's that guy's name that you love? I got a lot, I got a lot of true loves. <laughs> he's a, he's the Bill Maher. Bill Maher, that Bill guy. Bill Maher, my in, in, it may have been him that said it, but he was like, well, it's not leukemia. You right. know, and, and um, I was like, whoa, right? It's, you know, I mean, everybody takes um, these things extremely seriously. Now, if anybody has any condition, they're like, oh, my God, you know what I mean? You can't talk about it unless you have it. Well, I, I had alopecia, so I guess I guess I guess I can discuss it. Um, you know, but um, he has a point, right? It's it's not, it's not leukemia, not not mm. by far. Even though you can, and and I was telling my wife at the time, you know, I was like, hey, listen, I'm like, these people are so filthy rich. This shouldn't even be an issue. You got alopecia, go get it fixed. Like go 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 to Bosley and get some hair plugs and be done with it. But just like Mr. Gates had said, right? Like he, he, these um, Jada Pinkett always, I mean, for the longest, has wore her hair short or or almost nothing right so i didn't know anything was up anything at all right mm -hmm. um they treat this with steroids sometimes and it comes back with me it came back completely on its own you know i i you know so uh, it's a thing right do you know if that's typical do you know if that's typical for it to only you know run the course six to twelve months i i don't know i still don't know with with the people that i have a lot of friends that have had it and oh, okay. it's it's been a typical thing for them. It, it comes back after a certain amount of time. Like a, I, I wouldn't say six to six to six months to a year as as a as the norm, but um, that that was the case for me. But it does on in in a lot of cases come back. In some cases, people lose all their hair. You know, right? Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, I, yeah. It's, sometimes it's, you, you lose severe. your eyebrows. No, I'm sorry, right? Yeah, you can lose your eyebrows. No, no, all your facial hair. Right. Uh, from what I understand, it's a hormonal imbalance, right. and it's it can be caused by stress. It can mm -hmm. be caused by most of what we call male pattern baldness. You know, everybody that you see with a shaved head, you know, more than likely suffers from alopecia. Mm. So anyway, I just wanted to interject that. No, 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 absolutely, man. So, it, yeah. so I mean, so she it, it, there's videos of of Jada Pinkett saying, "Hey." I'm cool with my bald head. I love my bald head. I don't care what anybody thinks of my bald head. Screw you. I look great. You know, right. as soon right. as Chris Rock pops this, this, uh, this um, joke, she, she turns her head and, and she's, she has like the most foul expression on her face looking at Chris Rock like he needs to go murder somebody because Tupac would, you know? So, right. so you, right. you need to go, you need to go do that, you know? And so it looked real to me at the time but i can understand if pfizer wants to get in here and ruffle some feathers and get people searching the term and you start thinking hey maybe i have this damn let me go yeah. let me go get vac vaccinated so i don't get this i'm right. just saying Thoughts, right, Mr. Gates. Right. Well, well i'm sorry go ahead isaac what's up oh okay so so one idea who's because... the bird joining us there's a bird joining us is that oh you know what is that it... is me that is a beautiful day in vegas so let me that, that's paco I'm sorry. Shouts to Paco. Go, go ahead, Mr. Gates has to enjoy the weather before it hits 130 degrees down right, there. Right, before it starts burning. Amen. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, the, the So here's the thing, because I'm still stuck on trying to understand what the theory should look like here, because, you know, I'm always suspect uh, suspicious about these kinds of things. I think the most, and this sounds crazy, but this sounds like the most realistic thing that could have happened, because... I feel like Will Smith has too much to lose to do this. I still don't, I don't know if there's a dollar amount that could buy right. Will Smith off because of how much money he makes. 
Right. But in but in the relationship of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith is clearly the celebrity, right? Oh, absolutely. He's clearly the superstar right. with Jada. Argue, I don't know the woman, but maybe she's uh I don't know. It feels a little insecure that she's not as big as him. She's riding his coattails to riding his coattails. To be completely honest, like that's just the facts of it. Like Jada Pinkett uh, isn't exactly the biggest movie star. Remove Will Smith. I don't know where Jada Pinkett would be. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree. And it's arguable that if Pfizer confronted her and was like, "Hey, uh, you know, you want to make you know a couple hundred million dollars real quick? This is how we could do it." I don't know that Will Smith could be bought off. However, I do think it's possible that, you know, these guys are into Scientology. Um, right. Jada and Will Smith. Now, Leah Remini has claimed that she for sure, for fact, has seen Jada Pinkett Smith at all these Scientology events. She said, I've never seen Will Smith at one of them, but I have seen Jada Pinkett. And then about, uh, I think it was roughly nine years ago, Jada and Will created their own school. And this school was apparently full of Scientology principles. Mm. They did they never they never put it in the title of the school, but the Scientologists that have looked at their curriculum and even the teachers were all Scientology type folks. Right. Now if you if you want to connect these dots, uh you know Charles you know Charles Manson, he's a cult leader, right? Right. He arguably was very uh was able to mind control people to do anything he got as the story goes if you want to believe the official narrative the he got those kids to go murder for him right and supposedly he learned how to do that at uh, mcnell prison in washington mm. he was he was in prison with a guy who was a uh, into scientology and in in manson's book there's a book called in his own words he says, and I'm going to read right from it here. He says, the subject that interested me was understanding and knowing my own mind. I studied hypnotism and psychiatry. I read whatever books I could find and understand that dealt with mind development. A cell partner turned me on to Scientology. With him and another guy, I got pretty heavy into Dianetics and Scientology. Through mm. this and uh, my other studies, I came out of my state of depression. And supposedly Bruce Davis was a member of Scientology. But the point being is that the theory goes that Charles Manson learned these secrets of mind control and how to, you know, get people to do things through the Scientology, which would arguably be something Jada Pinkett could do to to a, maybe Will Smith's a weak-minded guy. It doesn't seem like he would be, but uh, you know, maybe he is. That's the impression put out by media with all these all these memes of him being a cuck and all this stuff, <laughs> right? It could be that. Jada Pinkett Smith used her mind control abilities to sort of influence that event. Because if you look at it, when you watch the video, Will Smith is laughing. She's, she's rolling her eyes and she's looking over at him. And then the camera cuts away. Uh, she, he took a cue from her. Yeah, he did. Almost mentoring candidate esque. <laughs> right. And then right. he sits back down and acts like, and he proceeds to act like nothing happened. Like he, it's almost like he didn't even know he did it. It was so bizarre. But then, <laughs> But then, okay, and, and to add to this theory, if you watch the video, right, because I watched the whole event that night, he goes back to his chair, and then, like, Denzel Washington pulls him aside and says, like, hey, at your highest moment, the devil's coming for you. And um, I don't know if you guys saw the, in the news, but recently Denzel Washington was on uh, 
oh, what's the guy's name? Jake's the, the, the pastor guy, TD Jake's or something like that. Right. Yeah. TD Jake's right. TD Jake's. Yeah. Um, and in the interview, he says something about how he thinks it was literally the devil that did mm. this. Um, but anyway, so Will Smith sits back down then he goes back up on stage to accept his award and he's like you can see he's very upset like he's crying but he's apologizing to everyone but chris rock and it was a really weird situation you know yeah so like maybe he feels bad about it i don't know i mean i'm just i'm theorizing because all i do know is this is one of those events where things don't really add up no, it's, right. it's, it's, it's a bunch of craziness uh, from, from beginning to end. Even All right, so if, if you believe it didn't happen. I mean, not that it didn't happen. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> it never happened. The event. <laughs> Holograms, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we saw. Oh. Um, no, if, if you believe that it was staged, that it was fake, right? that it was, it was made up for a purpose, it was WWE, it's crazy on that level. But even if you believe that it's legit, right? The guy, didn't, the guy didn't get thrown out of the awards. They let him stay there. They let him, uh, uh, what is it, um, receive his Oscar. They let him uh, give a speech for I don't know how long. They didn't even cut him off. Yeah. You know, it's almost as if they were rewarding uh, him getting up there and smacking Chris Rock. If, if I was Chris Rock, I'd feel some type of way. I'm like, what are, what are you guys doing here? This guy comes up and smacks me on stage, and, and then you let him do whatever he wants. And then he receives a standing ovation from people. You know, it's 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 the whole situation is crazy in its entirety. Mr. Gates, theory, sir. Um, well, the the, the Pfizer thing, I, I I don't think there's any getting around that. That that that's just too. Because again, why are they sponsoring such an event at such a level? They were the top sponsor, and I have had the pleasure of working for with a company that's had uh, top billing on sponsorship for events. And when you have that type of power, you say what goes. You talk to the producers. You talk to everybody. Say, okay, this is how it's going down, <laughs> right? Because what are they going to say? No, we're not doing that. Okay, give me my money back. <laughs> now you can't pay for all this good stuff, you know? So Pfizer was in position to make anything happen they wanted to happen. It's way too ironic. that And, and their, their, their medication is called Allegro, by the way. So anybody can Google that right now and look it up. Um, yeah, uh, as Isaac mentioned, there's been, they've had all these trials of 100% success. Ironically, the same thing they said about their solution uh, to the other mm-hmm. issue, right? <laughs> um, and then, you know, this would be perfect marketing. Right. Alopecia is something, again, it, it could have been anything else. It could have been anything else, but it just happened to be an alopecia joke uh, at an event that's funded by a company that just so happens to have an alopecia cure that they're ready to release, right? So I don't think there's any getting around that. Now, when I was on Clyde Lewis's show a week ago, it hit me live on the air. I was like, because we were trying to figure out why, you know, why would this be staged? Now, at that time, we didn't know about the Pfizer thing. Um, you know, we, we, we had because I think it was two, a day or two late after it happened. So everything was still fresh. We're trying to figure out what would be the motive. Will Smith is not a stupid man. Right. He he has been going after that Oscar his entire career, right? even to the point where they protested and called it racism that he didn't win a few years ago, right? And so this was the biggest night of his career. Why would he jeopardize it on such a really unfunny joke, right? If you really look at it, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, ha, 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 but it's not like, you know, 
And, and if you and if you look at some of the other comedians from earlier that night, they had said way worse things in relation to Will and Jada, who just laughed along. They were talking about her infidelity, like. And it could be argued that Will had just had enough up to that point, and given the history with Chris Rock making jokes about them previously at the awards, it, it, that, that's an argument that we made. But again, we can't get past the Pfizer connection. So anyway, when I was with, with, with Clyde, it hit me, maybe we're not looking in the right place. Everybody's looking at the slap. Everybody's looking at the, uh, you know, the names involved. But what no one's paying attention to is G.I. Jane. Mm-hmm. The, the mention of G.I. Jane, which is such an obscure reference to make to today's audience, because most people under 30 are not going to have any idea what that is. <laughs> right. right. So well, how some could people it be over funny? 30 won't have any idea what that is? That movie sucked balls. Go ahead. Right now. Here's my theory. This is a theory I came up with live on this show, and I'm going to repeat it now. What if G.I. Jane, a remake, is on the table secretly? This is something that they've already planned out. Okay. Uh, let's bring back G.I. Jane. Now, what was G.I. Jane about? Okay, it was about gender equality in the military, where a, a woman p- played by Demi Moore uh, decided, I, I, I haven't seen it in 20 years, <laughs> but it, you know, she, she wanted to be a Navy SEAL. And no we all has. know that there's never been a female Navy SEAL, but of course she goes to the grueling training and she starts punching dudes' heads off and shooting and blowing stuff up, right? She's a Navy SEAL, badass. You know, so even calling someone that is basically saying, hey, you're Wonder Woman, <laughs> right? It's mm-hmm. like, that's not really a, a, a disc because Demi looked good with a bald head, too. Yeah, that was right okay. after striptease. She was like red hot back then. Right, 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 right. Right. And I couldn't shake. And here's another thing. I couldn't shake the connection because when he gave his speech, he's naming all the people that, that played in the movie that he won the award for. We're talking Will Smith when he won the award. Right. One, one of the girls' name is Demi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he kept saying, you know, I want to think Demi, I want to think Demi. I was like, okay, hold on. Now, that, now of course, you know, that, that could just be, you know, just uh, a coincidence. But I couldn't shake it. So I said, okay, what if they are making, that they're planning to remake G.I. Jane, okay? Just in time for World War III. For all the, because if you, if, you, if you Google oh, right now, yeah. if, you Google, <laughs> if you Google the words military and women, you will see articles from all over the world about how women are not taking them, but they're joining the military to help Ukraine. Women, you know, from Japan, all throughout Europe, women are becoming, uh, they, they, they want to get into the military and they want to fight, right? G.I. Right. Jane would be the perfect propaganda film, right? And of course, you know, they'll put some young black girl in the role because that's what they do with, so Hollywood does with all their remakes these days, right? right? Jada could probably have a role in there playing the, 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 the trainer. Yeah, girl, you got to punch him in the jaw or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, He's a bum rock. <laughs> right. It would be the perfect piece of propaganda to prep a bunch of girls to say, yeah, you can kick ass too. Now, now here's what sold it for me. Five days before the award show, the U.S. military announced that they are going to lessen the physical requirements so that women can finally become Navy SEALs. Wow. I can't shake the irony. I can't That's shake weird. it. I'm like, man. Wow. I, and then, of course, then I dug a little bit deeper. I said, wait a minute, who distributed G.I.J.? Oh, Buena Vista. Mm. Now, if you know anything, Buena Vista is just Disney's excuse to be able to make adult content, right? Pulp Fiction was on Buena Vista films, right? Owned by Disney. Will Smith is a Disney star. So would it be too far-fetched to believe that what we witnessed was a marketing, a twisted marketing campaign, not only for Pfizer, but also for a project 
that Will and Jada are working on. I don't think Chris Rock was in on it because I believe the adrenaline we saw from him was 100% authentic, <laughs> right? He really, his brain really short-circuited to the point where right. it, like his, he couldn't even be funny. He tried to be funny. Oh, well, you know, that was the greatest <laughs> night in television. You know, <laughs> you know? He, he was funny all the way up to the, uh-oh. <laughs> then uh-oh. the comedy left the room. David, <laughs> right? That's awesome. Yeah, so... That's my theory. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But don't be surprised if a G.I. Jane, a remake comes out just in time for World War III to convince a bunch of girls that they need to go to Europe and get busted up. Incredible. Incredible Mm. theories, both of these. Isaac, I'm going to throw it back to you. I want your thoughts on Mr. Gates' theories, but I also want you to tell me about Quincy Jones, right? And, And you talked a little bit about Scientology, right? And we know... Um, that there is some cir- circumstantial evidence of Jada being involved and possibly uh, Will. I mean, they talk along those lines for sure, you know, yeah. um, about yeah, being involved sure. in, and, uh, you know, um, a Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard, right? That was the thing. And you can link him back to Jack Parsons and and doing uh, Aleister Crowley-like rituals with the Babylon, uh, what is it, the Babylon Rising, I think it was? that day. Mm-hmm. Babylon working, yeah. Babylon yeah. working, right, that they put, a, they put a fetus into a rocket and launched it up into space. This is true, folks. I'm not making this up. <laughs> go, go check that out. Anyway, hey, Isaac, take it. Go well, ahead, well, can, can I say this before? Of course, Isaac, go, ahead, go, ahead. go. Yeah. I, it, it was Illuminati Watcher years ago. We're talking maybe 2010. You, you've had, you had that blog back then, right? Yeah, uh-huh. That's where that that is the site that turned me on to to, to the ritualistic elements of mm. pretty much every halftime show, every award show, you know, which, which it, and I think that it's like that for a lot of people. Right. A lot of people say, wait a minute, he's right. That was uh, identical to this Masonic ritual or that ritual or whatever. True. So I just wanted to give Isaac props on that. Of oh, course, man, of I appreciate that. I'm here for that all day. Yeah, that's you know, what's interesting <laughs> And I don't know if you know the whole sad story of my getting canceled off of everything. Last year, I had to basically take down every article I'd written. I'd written a couple thousand articles from when I started in August. It was either 2010 or 2011. I don't remember. I started writing those articles and putting pictures of all these things and talking about it. And I learned from, uh, you know, obviously on the shoulders of giants like David Icke, Bill Cooper, uh, but Freeman Fly is the guy who really got me into a lot of this ritualistic magic kind of thinking, which is, for me, how all these things connect. But um, I had all these art, literally, I think it was like 2,000 articles. And I got sued last year for one of the images I used. Um, I'm not going to say which one it was because I, I don't want to get sued again. They sued me for enough that I had to write a check with some commas on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was big money, you know? And I was like... You know, not like, oh, I got to sell the house now, but like I had a lawyer and they were like, dude, you're kind of screwed, man. And this is a company that all they do is apparently look for, uh, at least this is how that was presented to me. They look for people using other people's images. And I don't remember if I had citations on it or what, but, you know, how many blogs do you think exist that go on to the Google image search and find images and then post them? to discuss topics, you know, cause I was using it in fair use, but it wasn't worth The lawyer was like, look, it's not worth it to take this to court. Just, just we're going to settle on this amount, just pay the check and, and uh, take it all down, you know? And so I, I, I didn't have to take down every single article I'd written, but I did. 
I did because it was enough money that I was like, dude, if this if this uh, shark smells blood, like they're gonna go after me, and like I can't afford to, to pay all these fines. So, uh, yeah, I had to shut down all those all those articles that you know. And and look, this is how it goes when you talk about these controversial subjects. That I know a lot of people, a lot of normies out there, and and I'm I'm like a quarter normie. I get it. Like people think, <laughs> oh, well, that's silly. Why would <laughs> <laughs> Why would the Illuminati care about this? And it's like, well, I don't know, but I know from my experience, it sure has been weird how many times I get canceled and and all these issues I have. When I'm a very rational kind of guy, like on my YouTube that got shut down, you know, Mark Dice still has his YouTube channel and he's mean as hell to these people. He talks all kinds of trash about these people. He's got a couple million followers. I got shut down. And I think it's because I'm trying to rationally talk about these subjects, give citations to actual literature. I think there's some weird thing about that that it poses some kind of threat not to put myself on some kind of pedestal but i i can't explain it any other way I, how many how much problems i run into it's so bizarre to me but anyways yeah thanks mr keith appreciate you <laughs> right on <laughs> so quincy jones well and, and let me wrap up my my because you brought up l ron hubbard right uh like i said denzel twice now has said the devil made him do it right and a lot of people would you know sort of scoff at that like well he's just you know it's kind of a metaphorical thing or a spiritual thing whatever but i think and there's a lot of people that suggest that scientology is based on satanic principles and i don't know enough about it to comment if that's true or not but it is a lot of this sort of left-hand path idea that man can become god which is you know kind of satanic in, in an idea but you look at l ron hubbard who did that Babylon working ritual with Jack Parsons, they were trying to incarnate the Antichrist onto our earth to destroy the world. Right. So even if Scientology isn't about worshiping the devil, it sure is flirting around with it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So it could be influential to Jada, who apparently allegedly is a member. And if it's true that, you know, operating Thetan high level working Scientologists can do mind control maybe she had that ability over will i mean she's you know as the meme and stuff goes like she's apparently able to like sleep with dudes and make them cry and seems okay <laughs> with it you know <laughs> so it's not far-fetched to say that what, what denzel's talking about is quite literally the devil happened and i think the devil would have came through that that channel uh but like will smith right here's another idea we can toss out uh, Quincy Jones is the guy that put him on Fresh Prince uh, because, you know, Will Smith started out as Fresh Prince and was a rapper in the 80s and he wanted to get on TV and Quincy Jones got him on. And in Will Smith's book, he talks about how Quincy Jones is an alchemist, how he turned everything into gold. And Will Smith is into a lot of this sort of magical thinking. He's very much into the alchemist. He bought the rights to the... Paulo Coelho story, The Alchemist, because he's supposedly going to make a uh, actual film about it, but it's been, I guess, sort of like going back and forth as to whether or not that it's going to ever happen. Uh, but the whole idea is in Will's book, he talks about how magic works, how Quincy Jones has mastered it, how he's the master of alchemy, and he was basically a big part of Will Smith becoming who he is today. Now, Here's another thing we could lump in here. And again, no idea how this fits into the narrative. But Quincy Jones was a, uh, 
outspoken adversary of Tupac Shakur, right? Because you remember, Will uh, Tupac Didn't he was date his daughter. Yes, when, right, right. When when Will, when Tupac died, he was dating Kidada Jones, and at the time, Tupac was talking about how Quincy Jones was, uh, you know. I don't know. I forget. He was talking bad about him in one way or another. I don't remember the exact quotes, but um, they had real beef apparently. And the night Tupac died, he said something to Kadada about how he felt like uh, he should have taken his bulletproof vest out or something. Or, or, but right before he went on this trip to Las Vegas, he was saying like had this whole discussion about whether he should wear his bulletproof vest. And he ultimately was like, no, it's too damn hot. I'm not wearing it. Um, so she knew that he wasn't wearing the vest. I don't know. There's a lot of weird allegations involved here and a lot of hypotheticals. So it's kind of flimsy, but there is this weird connection of Tupac to Jada Pinkett Smith to Quincy Jones to Will Smith. Like everyone's involved here and everyone's sort of manipulating Will Smith into doing their will as a, ma a magician would do. Um, can, can I add to what you're saying? I'd love that. Um, and this is a bit of Mandela effect here, okay? But I know somebody out there can corroborate. <laughs> Kadada Jones used to date LL Cool J, okay? Probably back in the 90s, like way back, right? He wrote a book, a tell-all book. And in that book, and I have not been able to find it. I don't remember the name of the book. I've, I've Googled it. I've looked. He made, he made the claim that Kadada was into witchcraft. He said oh. she was into a lot of weird stuff. And she was, you know, she was Aaliyah's best friend, right, before Aaliyah died. Um, Quincy, also, according to his book, which I did read, he was invited to that dinner, that, that fateful dinner at Sharon Tate's house that night. But he got mm. caught up with something else and wasn't able to make it. But anyway, um, just to tie in the whole Tupac thing and that whole thing, uh, Tupac was dating uh, um, Tupac's daughter. Uh, uh, Quincy's daughter was dating Tupac at the time he was murdered. Do you know where Biggie was leaving the night he was murdered? Oh. He was leaving a Vibe party, Vibe magazine. Do you know oh. who founded Vibe magazine? Mm, Quincy Jones. Quincy <laughs> Jones, you know. So, you know, a lot of weird stuff. Like I said, you yeah. got Leah in there, you got Biggie in there, you got Pac in there. You got, like, pretty much all these people that needed to die so that we could have a Beyonce so that we could have a, you know, like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to go too far go, left. Go, go ahead, go ahead and say it, Mister Gates. <laughs> I'm go just ahead saying, and say it, Mister Gates. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. And as far as the beef that he had with Tupac, allegedly, Quincy had approached Tupac and asked him if he could give him a blowjob. That's the word on the streets okay. in Hollywood. <laughs> okay, and Pac was taken aback by that, but Pac was one of those people that would spill the beans like he wasn't like the the hit the, the 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 hollywood guy that's like hey if you see something don't say anything right that's just had a lot of weird stuff in hollywood you just gotta stay quiet about it Pac was very very uh um, vocal about that happening uh you know and, and even if you look at the vibe magazine article that was done on Pac when he was arrested he, you know he, he attacks quincy jones for dating white women Right. He had dissed Madonna. He had dissed a bunch of people. You, you could probably still find that article. Um, so, yeah, their beef went deep is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And it's very ironic that Quincy, you know, is, is there in the middle. And, and you, if, you, if there's going to be a wizard in Hollywood, 
it's going to be Quincy. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. He's the guy who, who did all of uh, Michael Jackson's big right, albums, right? Took the words yep. out of my mouth, instrumental with, with Michael right. Jackson. But before I throw it back to Isaac and we get out of here, I just, I just want to say um, that it, it paved the way for Beyonce, also paved the way for, for vastly overrated Jay-Z. Yes. Just, just wanted yep. to say that. I thought you were That's going right. to Mr. Gates. But well, no, right. you know, yeah. I, 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 know, I know you love the guy. Saying. I know you love Jay-Z. I know. <laughs> well, no, no, I just, I just, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't want to take it too far and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, away from where, you know, where we started, but yes, <laughs> right, right, right. definitely a lot of people that we're seeing today got their uh, shot due to the deaths of, you know, uh, 90s royalty. Right. <laughs> you and, know? And, and we can link uh, somehow. Um, uh, Mr. Quincy Jones. Well, I mean, he's very influential in Hollywood, so I guess some people would say that, hey, that's that's just the way it is. He had his hands in everything. But go ahead, finish up, Isaac. Yeah, to add one more Quincy Jones idea in there, the new, I haven't seen it yet, but the new Fresh Prince show called Bel Air. Uh, It's apparently like a more grimy sort of gangster sort of thing. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but Will Smith and Quincy Jones are the executive producers, so he's currently working with them. And if Quincy Jones has all this magical manipulation ability and Jada's right there with him doing Scientology wacky doodle stuff, I mean, it's it's possible, right? That That's kind of where I'm at with is it. I, I, there's, sometimes when there's smoke, there's fire. Sometimes not. I, I couldn't quite tell you. There's an idea. Uh, a lot of people were floating the idea of a humiliation ritual. That's which... what I wanted to ask you about. Oh, okay. oh, my God. Get into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the idea is that, like, if you want to zoom out, the idea of a humiliation ritual, the idea is that these elites, which I guess Quincy Jones would, would be one of these elites that are they're in the know. They have exposure to this idea of an esoteric doctrine, this secret teaching that has been kept from the masses because we're not worthy to understand the magic but it goes back through all these ancient mystery schools and uh back to pythagoras and the the neoplatonists and the kabbalah they all have this sort of idea of man creating his own reality through different techniques and strategies or understandings of the world uh but the they know that the power of the magician who's schooled into these processes can create reality on the level that they want it to be. They think that they are the gods and they, they think they know these secrets on the Emerald tablets handed to us from these, you know, Hermes Trismegistus, this, this, this Egyptian sort of deity that they, they claim really existed. And this is all the process of alchemy, which, Will Smith talks about in his books several times. Him and Quincy Jones both clearly are alchemists. That's, you know, kind of his own words exactly. So the idea of the humiliation ritual would be, and I don't, and this is where it gets a little fuzzy for me because, you know, Will Smith, there was a little bit of a humiliation for him because he lost, lost his cool and kind of went against who we all think he is as a person. But then Chris Rock's the guy who got slapped in front of everybody and didn't <laughs> fight back. You know, so I don't yeah, right. who who got humiliated. And, and to be fair, to be honest, to be uh, transparent, like I'm, I think Chris Rock handled it like a pro. I I I, I respect the way his response was because I think uh, most people, you know, when Bill Maher talked about this, he said, and, and you know, obviously, uh, me being the the white guy in this diverse panel here, 
Um, <laughs> kind of out of context for me to say it, but Bill Maher said he was at a party and there was an African-American dude at this party and they were talking about the slap and he said, well, Chris Rock, he, he couldn't fight back. He couldn't swing back. He had the whole race on his shoulders. And, you know, that's an idea of wow, something that what a, me, what a way to say that, right? Yeah. Right. And, and me being a white guy, like, I wouldn't think twice about it. Like, that, I wouldn't think, oh, I got to make sure I keep my composure because people wonder what white men do. Like, I wouldn't think that. I would just, right. I'd be more concerned about, like, yo, I just got punched on TV and I look like a bitch. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but so there's there's so many elements involved here and it, that's what makes this you know like billy ray when you started the show you said you know a lot of people are saying this is just some big dumb distraction and to me there's so many levels and layers to this i agree i it's fascinating it's absolutely I fascinating i 100 percent right. agree with you title of the show will be the white guy the black guy and the hispanic guy Thank you, Isaac. Very diverse panel. <laughs> we, got, we have it all covered here. No, man, I, I, I thought the same thing, you know? Uh, I thought the same thing. I was like, this dude just got slapped on national television, and he worldwide, actually. And he goes, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. You know, that, right. that, that was his reaction to it. I, I would have, you know, because Will Smith turned around and walked away. I, I would have calmly walked behind him, tapped him <laughs> on the shoulder, and knocked him out like cold you know and probably get on top of him some ground and pound somebody would have to like like literally separate me from the guy okay so i wouldn't have been thinking about anything other than that and probably it would have been it would have been a lot worse right uh goes without saying um i think right and um every i mean take this with a grain of salt I, i think i think uh will smith is breaking down i think something's wrong with will smith uh, I think uh, the humiliation and, and an open relationship is an open relationship. Will Smith has slept with so many women that he has a, that he says he throws up after orgasms. Now he yeah, said yeah. this, not me. Right. So, so wow. the, the guy is clearly playing his part here. Right. And, and doing his thing with, with, with Jada, but um, Jada's going out and doing the same, but she's falling in love with these guys. She fell in love with that dude, August. Like yeah. it, it went, it went beyond sex, right? She fell in love with him, and uh, and and it's happened before, apparently. And then, how many times does Will have to put up with her talking about how Tupac was so much cooler than him, you know, or so <laughs> much more passionate, you know? And and, and 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 you know, I mean, that that would get to anybody. So he turns and looks at Jada. Jada's pissed the hell off. What am I going to do? Because I need to show that the guy constantly needs to prove himself to Jada Pinkett, you know, and, and this is why I can see that this might be real, you know, and, uh, and Chris Rock gets all the props in the world, you know, but also let's take into account everything else that was said here today, (laughs) because you cannot rule it out. You cannot unsee it. And you can you put it past these people? Absolutely not. You cannot put it past these people. So uh, odds are that it, it probably was completely staged. I don't know. I, I think so, but I don't know. Hold on for a second. I want to play something for you guys. Hold on. You don't slap a man. Okay. I mean, even when slapping was fashionable, it, you know, they did it in Paris. The guy would come up. I challenge you to a dude. They would have a gunfight after that. You had somebody had to go. <laughs> and it's absolutely true. You know, you slap somebody in the face, somebody had to go, you know, and, 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 and Chris Rock was was very cool about it. Listen, I don't know what happened, but I, I, I side with Isaac here. And I, I think uh, while there are bigger things going on in the world 
there are a, a lot of things that we can look at with this event, the slap with Will Smith and Chris Rock at the Oscars and deconstruct and see what what is actually at the core of something like this. So I think it is an important topic. I am fascinated by it. I always listen to Isaac's podcast because he does he does an incredible job. And Mr. Gates has his finger on the pulse of all of this stuff as well. Mr. Gates, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, just search Haterazzi. It's always me. <laughs> so <laughs> no matter where you go, I'm shadow banned. So if you don't look for me specifically, you're not going to find me. Just type in Haterazzi in your search bar. It'll take you somewhere I'm at. That's fantastic. For, for and, now. For, for now. And uh, let's right. say shouts to, to, to Paco out there. Paco, the bird that that hangs with uh, with Mr. Gates. Can you see right now? I, no, I can't now. Oh, uh, I was about he, to say, he, I'm, he I'm in my living room. I'm like, where? where am I? Okay. <laughs> I was just saying, hey, you know, since he, 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 he played his part. What's up, Isaac? Tell the people where they can find you. I got a podcast called Conspiracy Theories and Unpopular Culture available everywhere. If you want to find links to my Instagram where I, I thirst trap T-shirts and stuff or my books or my other shows, you can go to allmylinks.com backslash Isaac W. And that'll link you to every podcast, every Patreon, every book I sell, everything. So allmylinks.com backslash Isaac W. Isaac has a ton of stuff going on all the time. Listen. Thank you for taking the time to hang with us today. We appreciate the hell out of you, Isaac. Thank you, Mr. Gates, for Thank taking you. time out of your busy schedule, man. Listen, go listen to both respective podcasts. This is the Infinite Fringe. Isaac, I'm going to let you hang up if you want. I know you're busy because right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bump the outro because I, I don't want to produce this thing later. you know. Right, but, uh, but I will hit you up after the fact. And, and thank you very much. We appreciate it. Everybody else, the Infinite Fringe on Apple podcast the infinite fringe on any other podcatcher you can find america unplugged on rockfin and uh, on americaunplugged.com we're getting out of here don't burn the place down while i'm gone take it easy now bye